Alright, sweet. We're on. Fix this up, hold up real quick. Alrighty. Long time no see. We are back with Pump Talk episode two. Fuck, I got to talk in the mic, eh? Yeah. It's um, been three weeks. Yeah, it's been a while. So basically, we planned on doing one. Do we plan on one, doing one every two, two weeks. weeks? Yeah, so we yeah. plan on doing one every two weeks. And uh, Bailey ended up going to Queensland and we didn't get one recorded beforehand. Yep. And There's then, a time around Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. Like and that. then while Bailey was there. You, well, yeah, you can go ahead and explain what happened while you were there. <laughs> so. Went to Queensland on the 26th, felt a little bit iffy, a bit of a scratchy throat. Actually, I'll rewind this a little bit. 20, 24th of December, got a COVID test. Yeah. Negative. <laughs> Go to Queensland. 26th, a little bit of a scratchy throat. 27th, very scratchy throat. We go, shit, this is COVID symptoms. So we get tested and that was on the 29th, positive. So it took us six days to get the results back. So pretty much um, positive for COVID. We got it in Adelaide and actually took it on the plane. We got it at Steph's Christmas Ooh. dinner <laughs> and took it on the plane to Queensland. Uh, the bad part is that we went out on the 26th mm. or 27th to this like drinks thing. So basically just spread COVID to Queensland. And we gave it to Sam and Maddie. And Sam and Maddie were asymptomatic the whole time. So pretty much we kicked them out of Steph's house from like the 28th. So, because we had COVID. So Sam and Maddie were in Queensland as well. They were in in Queensland as well. (laughs) Pretty much they were going to stay with us for two days. And then they had a backpackers. Yeah, yeah. And they stayed with us for for a night. And then we started getting the symptoms. So they went to this backpackers that they had. And... um, and pretty much they would have had COVID, but they were asymptomatic and they went out every single night. They went to New Year's gigs, they went for lunch, breakfast, all these clubs, and they had COVID and they didn't know. So if anyone in Queensland has COVID, <laughs> we're sorry. Thank Bailey. That's <laughs> <laughs> the reason you've got it. So yeah, Sam and Maddie came back, um, started Jan like the first or second, yeah. tested positive. Unlucky. So, so yeah, that's basically the story as to why we haven't been really been out of. Yeah, mm. record pump was, talk. I was supposed to come back on the third, so yeah. we were going to hit it straight from. And the what's third. it now? It's the tenth. Yeah, well, there <laughs> so you go. So there's another break. week just like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, apart from that, though, mm. not much is really. I mean, your training was probably obviously yeah cooked a bit from that. So, in about three weeks, I've trained twice. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> and that is brutal. Obviously, I'm one meal plan with Taylor and yeah. stuff. So, six meals a day to one to maybe three meals a day yeah. super irregular like um bad food no training no gear just not ideal really for not uh ideal. for gains so oh. shall i run through what happened with the test thing yeah run through run <laughs> through go through it for sure so double dose test e on the 20 26th yeah. in the morning thinking he'd be back when thinking he was meant to be, be back. back so he just like injected what he would have had to inject for the basically why he was gone double dose and me and he's come back on the third hit another double dose on the third don't come back to the tenth so I probably missed four pins yeah <laughs> my man's running on no test so I've, so my test peaked all time high now it's at an all time low yeah. um, in combination with no training no eating I feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> did you notice? Bad. Did you notice anything like gradually, or is it sort of just you woke up and you're like, "Oh fuck, I'm not feeling as good as I was." Uh, 
I just noticed that the very start of Queensland, like, you know, yeah. I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was feeling pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I know but, the feeling. I know the and feeling. then, um, I mean, sex drive and stuff's still there, but it's like motivation, drive, yeah, just not lethargic. There. Yeah, yeah. Just not feeling it. Just don't feel like doing shit most yeah. of the time. And um, I think when you're going from a routine with anything and then just like this yeah, to nothing, it it's mm. not good. Anyway, that's what's been happening. Yeah, so we've been slightly interrupted um yep. we're back on it now should we get straight into the questions straight into it Let's yeah do it. all right um recovery and macros should we touch on that one yep that's a you yeah. want to start um yeah i'll start so we'll start with macros that's a bit of an yeah. easy one so macros is basically you can follow a simple trend of like uh, protein, 1.5 to 2 grams per pound of body weight if you're trying to build muscle. Yeah. Uh, definitely go to 2 if you are in a deficit. 100%. Um, and then fats, you don't really want to go below. There's definitely a ratio, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Yeah. But for me, I didn't go below like 60 grams yeah. when I was getting lean. Yeah. Uh, and then carbs, you just fill in the rest with like whatever you want to. Yeah. If you're trying to lose weight, you just drop it as it needs to be. 100%. Um, and then with recovery... I think a lot of things like a lot, well, the thing people skip over most is definitely sleep. Hundred percent, I agree. Yeah, you need seven eight hours for sure every yep. night if you want to be optimal in terms yep. of recovery. Um, and then there's obviously like simple things like supplements, like magnesium, mm. creatine, all the good stuff. Drinking plenty of water. Um, you think everyone looks over recovery days though and rest days? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. super super overlooked. As if like I know this one guy back in NZ and he was like I'm training three times a day separate like seven days a week man I'm getting 20 sessions done a week and it's like yeah. it's detrimental to gains if you're trying to build muscle you know you need if you're natty like 72 hours per body part yeah, recovery sure. at least yeah uh, if you're unnatty maybe 24 but um training the same muscle group every day you just got to think about it like I think you know you're breaking the muscle fibers down they need time to repair, recover, and to grow um, for what stimulus you're creating and what you're making them grow as. And if you're, if you're not letting them recover, then how are they supposed to grow? Yeah, exactly. Mm. A lot of people definitely uh, look over rest days. Mm. Training seven days a week ain't it. No way. That was a pretty quick one. That was a good it? one. Yeah. Uh, gym anxiety. Gym anxiety. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. Gym anxiety slash body dysmorphia yeah. is what Liam and I both yeah. suffer from. Yeah. Anxiety, not so much anymore, but definitely body dysmorphia. Yeah. Like you see us both wearing oversized <laughs> XLs. This is the double XLs. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I think most people find they start off in the gym, you're wearing stringies, you're yeah, in tanks. <laughs> Without a pump, nothing, you don't care. And then yeah. the bigger you get, the more you realize you're not actually that big. Yeah. But you don't feel that big anyway. And Do then, you think it's because you're comparing yourself to social media? all the time though. yeah 100% like 100%. I think if social media wasn't a thing I mean you'd compare yourself to a few people in the gym but yeah. it's not like to the extent yeah. that we do it yes yeah. like, well, people in the gym there's rarely like someone who's there's not there's no one bigger than you really if, if, they are, if they're bigger <laughs> if they're bigger they're like they're fat yeah 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 so yeah, yeah social media definitely warps the perception bit of how good you actually look um, in terms of actual gym anxiety though like scared of going to the gym and stuff I think that's just something you got to get through. Like, yeah. I think most yeah. people when they start going to the gym is pretty scary. Like, agree. When you don't know what you're doing, it can be a pretty judgmental place. Yeah, hundred um, percent. 
especially if you're at the wrong gym like I've found I've been at some gyms in the past and the vibe and the, the whole feel just yeah. isn't there people look at you people stare people talk but if you find the right gym it's like yeah no there should really be no cares. issues yeah. yeah most gyms are like people don't really care no who's, who's walking around so yeah. yeah yeah it's not a huge issue with um in relation to body dysmorphia should we kind of explain what that is like in terms of it's, it's pretty much when you you're feeling like say for example we're above average physics yeah without a doubt but you feel like you you just it's your your mind being stuck where you were when you like first started basically yeah you just think you're yeah. a skinny piece of so shit have you seen that meme and it's like you're huge mm. the guy's huge but he's looking in the mirror and he's seeing like a stick yeah <laughs> it's just like where he started I feel like that's it's like a continuous struggle and it's like it's a cliche saying but like chasing the physique that you'll never you'll never be happy have. with and once you do get there you'll be chasing something more, more. yeah, yeah. Well, whereas like I, I bet a few years ago if you saw your physique now bro that would be like it would have been the this, dream. Is, this is it yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought like literally when I first started a physique that I have now would have been the end goal yeah, like, yeah. If, I ever, if I ever look like yeah. that that's it and now I'm yeah. here I'm just like yeah I hate wearing a stringer yeah I remember like seeing like when I first started training like Ryan Terry like 2013 2014 yeah. like the beach Nuts. body look I was like oh that is the <laughs> end goal the now goal. I look at that and I'm like he's huge now yeah. but I mean that look men's physique early yeah. days like ain't it <laughs> now we want to be looking like Brandon Hendrickson agree yeah yeah alright what's up next uh, what we got we got push pull leg split for beginners uh, push pull leg split for beginners is literally just that if you just do I would just advise going three days on one day off really? if you're a beginner yeah I'll put just do a full body or yeah push pull legs three on one off and so some people that don't have enough time to go six days a week, um, what you can do is you, say you're wanting to work legs more, you could do two leg sessions and then a push and a pull. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it doesn't, yeah. like it doesn't have can, to be a six day week. It doesn't need to be a six yeah. day week. So you can work around that depending on yeah. how many days you can. Yeah. For most beginners though, yeah. It, yeah it, you could literally just do push, pull, rest, mm -hmm. legs, rest, push, pull, rest. Yeah. yeah. And I think we, we kind of touched on it last time, but in terms of keeping the training simple, like for like say a push day example, you could do like a bench press, an overhead press, mm. a press down, yeah. and maybe one more chest accessory. Yeah, like early in the gym, I'll just be sticking to the basics for sure. I think that's where I stuffed up a little bit was overcomplicating everything. I know we did touch on this last time, but being like, five different variations of a chest press machine yeah, and different yeah. handles and different angles with all this a, pu a press is a press yeah like whether it's this way or yeah. it's this way a pull's just, a pull you know yeah i was yeah i was lucky i didn't do that yeah i definitely just like got obsessed with the bench and i was like okay I that's need it. it i need to overload this so you built the milkers yeah <laughs> basically basically yeah definitely if you first starting i would literally do the same workout repeated for each muscle group for like six months before i even thought about changing anything yeah agree yeah uh, oh, this is a good one. Dirty versus lean bulk. Oh, we've both had a bit of experience. We've had, yeah, we've done. I mean, I haven't really done a lean. I'm sort of like lean bulking now. You're pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> but like when I was natty, I was definitely an advocate for eat whatever you can as much as you can. Well, the calories, no matter where they come yeah, from, yeah, really. quarter pounders, everything. And I get that to an extent, but I think people. <clears throat> solely focus on that and they forget macro yeah for and sure. they're like 
Say say you're eating five thousand calories of dirty food, but your protein intake it's is like super low, yeah. and your fat intake is out the gate, yeah, or your yeah. carb intake out of the gate. So, I think there's a happy medium where, like for now, anyone that's trying to bulk up, I'd recommend keeping it relatively lean, but then allowing yourself to have like a pizza or a burger yeah. and fries. Yeah, for sure. To do. I think when you early, like early, early in your gym days, it's very easy to get away with yeah. because you will just gain muscle whatever you do. Um, but for me personally, it lasted like six to eight months. And then I started like noticing I was getting fat. So would definitely recommend following a leaner bulk mm. approach. Mm. Cause that's the thing, like, you know, you get to a certain weight, but then if you're holding so much fat around yeah. there and you haven't actually put it where you need to, yeah. It's yeah. just like, is, is it, it really worth it? No, <laughs> it's definitely not worth it. Yeah. If you get in the gym to look better, definitely lean bulk. Yep. Agree. Yeah. I think agree. Yeah, the better way to go. Calculate your macros, calculate your calories, or get a coach. Yeah, for sure. Number one. Yeah, if you can afford it, a coach is by far the best investment you will ever make. Yeah, yeah. Um, This one's more of one just for me. Hey, bro, I'd like to see you touch base on competing and what show I'm prepping for next. Um, Touch base on competing. I mean, you competed well. You can touch base on that. Yeah. But competing, it was just like. For me, it was something to do. I was pretty, like, I was working at the front desk of my gym and I'm mates with a few people who are in and out and one of them just one day was like, oh, I'm doing a show. You should do it with me. And I was like, ah. Oh. Who I was, was that? Bass. Is that Bass? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was I was reasonably lean at the time. I'd just sort of come out of a deficit, uh, deficit I was maintaining and so I was like, hmm. I wasn't really that into the idea but I decided to just do it anyway. I was yeah. like, yeah, whatever. It's motivation. You yeah, yeah something. literally, it was just something to do because I was sort of like in a bit of a rut. Like, yeah. I've just been shredded and now I'm not anymore. Um, so, yeah, I got a coach at like 12 weeks out uh, and then sort of did the prep. Honestly, didn't really enjoy the prep. I mean, it was looking back on it, it's great. Like, it's hell good mentally and physically as a challenge, but mm. yeah, it's, it's not fun. No. It's, it's very difficult. Yeah. Uh, you do feel like quitting quite often yeah especially first prep. I don't think I'd be so bad now but first prep I was just thinking like what am I doing this is I, shit I think the thing is it puts people don't understand it they're like they start training and they're like I'm gonna compete I'm gonna compete yeah, do yeah. five shows a year yeah. it puts such a big strain on your mental yeah. it puts a strain on relationships yeah. it puts a strain on how like how you can work and socialize oh, 100% you know, like bro going out to eat with your mates you're Kiss having your meal or yeah. you're not going yeah. Yeah. it's like yeah. you can't you can't really drink you know, your girlfriend wants to go out for lunch or whatever, you're skipping it. Like, it's, yeah. like, it's social suicide, basically. Yeah. Prepping is social suicide. Um, but yeah, finished the prep, competed, and did reasonably well, and then sort of just fell in love with it. So that's my competition history, mm. basically. Mm. Um, Do you want to go over where you, the federation you started and what you're going for now? Yeah, so I started in ICN, which is I Compete Naturally, which obviously I'm no longer eligible for. Um, (laughs) Man is glocked. Yeah, yeah. So I I always, I knew I was going to get on PEDs eventually, but I always wanted to compete naturally just to see if it was actually worth my time. Yeah. And then just so happened I was was reasonable at bodybuilding. (laughs) To say the least. Yeah, so I, I competed... I won the state show in my categories and then I went to nationals. I came second and fourth. First time competing. In natural shows, it's very like age dependent because the obviously the older you are, the more mature muscle you have when you're natural. 
when you can use enhancers, obviously you can you can get yeah. that mature muscle whenever you please. Um, so I knew after that that I, I did have a, a reasonable chance in bodybuilding, and I, I did enjoy it. Like at the end of like looking back, yeah, it, it probably just sparked a bit of a passion for me. Um, and then next show is whenever Taylor, my coach, thinks I'm big enough and decides to pull the trigger. Yeah. So, What's your weight right now? Uh, I'm one oh. I was one oh five point something this morning. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I was. Yeah, I was one oh eight point something before COVID. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Mm. I wonder what he's gonna get you to go up to. I was talking to him the other day and it was 120. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like 123 or something. Yeah, right? yeah he's massive, or like huge. It makes me feel like I don't even live. That's so nuts, bad. man. Yeah. Well, when I think about it, I'm like 35, 40 kilos. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah but you got a lot less so, body fat. So it's oh, like... Yeah, I guess and so. And different stages. What, what's your plans in terms... Go over your plans yeah. in terms of coaching and what you want to get out of it. Do you want to so, compete or... Yeah, so I was... I'm training under Taylor. Yeah. As many of you probably know. Um, the goal is size right now. Like, mm. I've always looked aesthetic. I've always been lean. That small waist. Yeah, yeah. the small waist. It, it's always been there, but now I think it's time just to, to yeah. level up. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. I'm sick of being... At, at right now I'm about 82 kilos I, I was 85 before I went mm. I want to get to 100 Ooh. yeah he's calling it here he's <laughs> calling it here I'll look back on this how long do you reckon it's going to take me maybe 6 months 6 months yeah if you, do it, if you do it insane smart, yeah, yeah 6 months without, without going overboard with PDs yeah, or anything yeah. keep the test where it's at eating training hard I reckon 6 months great yeah, 100 for sure yeah. easy and then, and then with competing, like IFBB, yeah. same as you, but I just, I, I know, like I've got the shape for men's physique, oh, but 100%. I just don't have the size yeah. at all. And it's, and that's how it is in, in the IFBB. I would just get out-muscled. Mm. Like, You'd out-structure basically everything. I reckon I probably would have the right structure, but it's like, if I'm 20 kilos lighter than all There's these guys. structure like, can do for you. Yeah. yeah. So I think if I get to 100 kilos and see how I'm looking, reevaluate. If Taylor goes, let's get lean and mm. try to get shredded at like 85, mm. 90, I don't know. Like 85, but, 90 is a good place to be. Yeah. I and wasn't then, even that natty. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 90, 90 kilos would be fucking very nice. That would be nice. And I, it'd be yeah. interesting to see because like how I'm looking now at like 80, 82 kilos mm. with the shape, if I had another 20 kilos on yeah. that with the same kind of shape or like even 10 kilos, I think it would look pretty good. It'd be nuts. Mm. Yeah. Just got to build up some weak points though, you know, mm. chest is lacking, arms are lacking. I'm always work on the legs. Yeah. But we've, we've, <laughs> everyone's <laughs> weak points, right? We've, our own worst critic. Yeah, that's it. All right. Um, how to get bigger legs. I punish them and they struggle to grow. Hmm. You can talk more about this than me because he's got bigger legs <laughs> than me. My legs have grown from when they first started. Like, yeah, you've taken on the same side at style of training. Though, yeah, so you definitely. Let's know. do the shit where we pop up a picture. Go like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Boom. so this is Bailey's legs before and after. It was before and after. So I started with calves like this, like they yeah. just straight up just legs like that, absolutely yeah. nothing. And then I look back and I'm like like my calves and stuff are still small but I'm like ah oh, they've actually grown from it's always about where you start but where you are now yeah, yeah. I can't be comparing it to, to whatever but 
what do you what do you think so do you want to go over our style of training how we go about legs yeah so style of training is top set training um and we basically we do a first set of a real heavy weight for six to ten reps and then we do a back off set of another real heavy weight for like eight to 12, 12 uh, 10 to 15 sort of vibe, depending on the exercise. Yeah. Uh, legs is genuine, uh, generally, yeah, 10 to 12. 10 to 12, Six a little bit 10. higher. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's crazy like training with you, how much my strength has gone up in general, yeah. but I notice yeah. it with the hacks. When yeah. we were on point with the hacks, I haven't done them in about three or four weeks. <laughs> Looking forward but to getting like, back into those. Back in NZ, I'd hack with like one, two plates, so relatively yeah. comfortable. And I, what did I end up getting? Like three and a half or four? Yeah, four? I think I had four. Yeah, I think four, I had four, 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 four yeah. plates for like uh, six or eight. I think it was eight. Time. Yeah. yeah. So it's like having someone, I, suppose, I think especially with legs, mm. to push you with the spot is so, so yeah. important. Like oh, there's 100%. no chance I'm putting four plates no. on by myself. I think most people are just scared of going yeah. that heavy it is. without a it is. It is scary when yeah. you're at the bottom of a hack squat <laughs> and you know if you don't get that up, that's crushing. Yeah, yeah it's bad. <laughs> Rip it's to bad. the knees. Because yeah. that's definitely what it was for me. For legs for me, it was always, I mean, I've been training this way for a while now, but early days... I still trained hard, but I definitely didn't put the weight on as much mm. as I should have. I yeah. back squatted and stuff, but that's a bit yeah. different. That's like, yeah. yeah, you're not really, you're punishing yourself, but it's not the same it's as a back squat. Yeah, yeah. Machine, that, that's one thing we could go over. Like everyone's so obsessed with the barbell back squat. Yeah. It's like that, that yeah. needs to Actually, be the staple really. of your, your leg workout. Complete, bullshit, complete yeah. bullshit. If you've got sh- like perfect, uh, like legs, for back squatting, yeah. it's great. Like it, if you got short femurs and long shins, 100%. It's all about mobility and yeah. all about your levers. Yeah. For me, if I back squat, I'm literally horizontal with my upper body because <laughs> I got such <laughs> shit ankle mobility, <laughs> such shit long femurs. Yeah. Like, yeah. So in terms of like exercise selection, if a back squat doesn't feel right, mm. 90% of the time I just wouldn't do it. Agree. Yeah. I'd find Agreed. something else. For me, like a back squat to hit depth, I've got to wear heels. I've got to like. I'm horizontal with my upper body. It's just... It's uncomfortable on the hips, yeah, the yeah. ankles. It's just terrible. You've got to warm up for like 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was all gluten hamstring basically yeah. for me. It was no quad. Yeah. And then now I train on a hack squat. Well, that's like our main c- compound. Yeah. Um, really low and close stance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just see the quads just taking yeah, it yeah. and beating. Um, yeah, just don't back squat. And mm. then in terms of training, just train hard. Yep, agree. Don't be a pussy don't on Don't be a pussy. Yeah. Get a training partner. Yeah, Honestly, for sure. If you if you hit a plateau and you're not making progress with your weights that you're lifting, with the your growth with in terms of muscle, mm. get someone to come with you. Yeah, and just tell them fucking punish me for yeah. an hour. Yeah, like and just <laughs> yeah, embrace the suffering. Yeah, embrace it's all the part suffering. Of it. uh, next question. The question about newbie gains. You want to touch on newbie gains? Yeah, yeah. So. As most of you probably know, you gain the most amount of size when you're natty mm. within the first, like, say, six months or whatever it is. Is it six months? That's what they say. Yeah, six to 12. Six to 12, yeah. yeah. Um, because obviously you've gone from doing absolutely nothing mm. and then you're just hammering the body with all this new stimulus, you know, stimulus ways of pushing, pulling in ways that yeah. it hasn't done before. So um, making the most out of that is so, so important. And yeah. I definitely didn't. I think. <laughs> I went, you know, you go into it with mates and you're just stuffing around. Yeah, you're just having fun. You're just having fun. It's like, this is cool. Go to the gym. 
you know i remember walking into a gym like drinking a v as i'm walking <laughs> through the door i've got like what are we up to okay just jump on the pec fly i'm just yeah. pumping out some you're not, flies. You're not like, like taking any notes yeah. down nothing there. if i give any advice to someone who's just starting lifting or is going to start it would be if you can afford it coach right off the yeah, bat for sure coach right off the bat nail the nutrition nail the training yeah it's like fuck I, I wish I just did that right from the yeah. start I was I definitely didn't nail the nutrition and yeah. I couldn't afford a coach but <laughs> yeah. parents both being PTs I walked in pretty well knowing what I was yeah. doing which yeah. helped a lot um, but yeah. yeah Newbie Games is like the greatest thing to ever happen to me the only the only thing only way you're going to get Newbie Games again is when you get on gear yeah <laughs> it's first like, cycle that first cycle yeah. is going to be great again for Especially. you newbie gains all over again yeah, yeah but you probably maximized your newbie gains pretty well, yeah i think right? i probably was pretty lucky yeah maybe i could have eaten a bit i basically like back in the day when i first started i would i'd finish every session no sorry i'd finish studying so i'd go study in the morning like for my course i would drive home i would eat a mcfeast meal on the I way home was yeah, a five dollar mcfeast meal on the way home because i was pov <laughs> I'd get home, I'd get changed, I'd go to the gym, I'd come home from the gym with another McFeast meal, I'd have that, and then I'd eat like tuna and rice for What's in a McFeast again? It's Ooh. a quarter pounder with lettuce and tomato. Yeah. And then it had like small fries and a Coke. Five bucks. Yeah, full sugar Coke, yeah. pre-workout. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I felt great though. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. So, so you had that post-workout and then you'd have dinner with Pre-post and then, yeah, just normal <laughs> Pre and post is a McFeast. Yeah. Well, that's good. so funny. But yeah, make the most of newbie gains, they're good. Yeah, I agree. Um, response to first <laughs> cycle. Uh, I'm, I'm still in first cycle mm. at the moment so I'm still responding it's mm. been pretty good though I've gained like 30 odd kilos it's so. actually crazy should yeah. we do a before and after photo yeah throw up, so like should we throw up me competing and me now you competing you now but you the thing is like you look at the photo of you competing and like I saw this the other day when you posted it and I was like holy fuck he looks good yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's like yeah. you'll look at that and go holy shit he still yeah. looks really good but you've got to take into consideration the amount of size and yeah. mass that you yeah. put on it's hard to see in a photo as well you saw me in real life I was like when I was competing I was like emaciated yeah. and now I'm like 30 yeah. kilos more so a bit more food out it'll be interesting to com- compare when you're shredded now yeah when you're shredded then, on yeah, that yeah. like that'll you, definitely you'll be the, see it the gauge sure. yeah but yeah. Yeah, response to first cycle is very person dependent. Hmm. I mean, I've been pretty lucky. I I did gain a lot of water, which is probably why I've gained so much weight. But I, yeah, I've, I've responded pretty well. I would guess I've probably put on like five to eight kilos of muscle probably muscle, since yeah. I competed. Yeah. yeah. How do you want to go over how long you've been on for? Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's fucking dive yeah. into PEDs, eh? Yeah. Let's okay. do it. Let's do it. How far yeah. into the pot are we? How far into the pot are we? Because it's twenty six minutes. Oh, okay. We got time. We got time. Um, so basically, I competed, when was that, April, it was April, uh, and then I had to compete again for nationals in May, and then a month after the second competition, I, excuse me, basically was like, you know what, okay. I really like bodybuilding, yeah. I know you can't really make money in bodybuilding unless you are swazed out of your mind. That's the thing, like, all the sponsorships and brand deals and stuff come yeah. really and money and stuff through the IFBB yeah. let's be fair yeah. IFBB is basically like a free route to mm. making it yeah because it's like you see IFBB Pro and you're just like fuck like that. this man knows what he's doing and then also it comes down to like 
people want to see the best of the best and yeah. I get the compete naturally thing I like I, I respect for people that do it but it's not the best of the best mm-hmm. so why would these companies yeah you know, go for it I mean a lot of them do mm. but you're definitely in a better position if you are yeah looking not natural yeah so how long have you been on now uh so what's it now it's January. January I've been on for a while bro I've been on like six, six months, months. Yeah, yeah six months so I started off with I just did I started off with 200 milligrams of test a week I ran that like I titrated up slowly like I did that for about two months then I went up to I worked basically up all the way to 300 yeah started getting itchy nips and I was like okay this no, ain't it 300 my ceiling yeah uh, I pulled it back down to 250 because 250 I could tolerate mm. and then just slammed some tamoxifen to not get gyno. Yeah. yeah. And then I ran I ran 250 for 16 weeks. I was getting my bloods done every eight weeks. Bloods didn't change. So I was like, fuck it, I can go into a bit of a blast. Yeah. I chucked in 200 milligrams of Deca uh, and I've been doing that now for like probably another 16 weeks. I've got yeah. my bloods done every... Every six weeks mm. for this just because I was a bit scared about a different compound because test is obviously in the body yeah. deck is not let's quickly explain people like the when people hear steroids what are they thinking you know <laughs> it's like there's such a bad aura about stigma, it and yeah. it's a bad stigma about it because no one actually knows yeah. the people that talk the most shit about it are the people that have no clue no idea. how it works yeah. so like you just mentioned getting your bloods done yeah going to the doctor every four, six, yeah. eight weeks or whatever and getting the getting stuff checked. If there's any red flags, you pull back. Yeah. I'm yeah. more conscious of my health now than when than I was in that. I'm literally, my blood work is better now than it was I, when I first got it before ex- I started. Exactly. So it's like, I mean, if you're keeping on top of all of this, you're, you know, small thing like you said, itchy nips, Yeah. solve the problem. Yeah. Solve- and then I'm never going to be going back to that. Like. Yeah. And I think everyone also thinks you know, more's, more's better. I'm running like yeah. a grammar, grammar test. I'm grabbing yeah. like a 300 trend, whatever. This is like uh, TRT levels, yeah. pretty much yeah, just yeah, over yeah. TRT levels. My test is <laughs> reasonably low, especially for me. I'm like a hundred, nearly 110 kilos. I'm yeah. running a 250 test. So. That's real low. Um, yeah. But yeah, basically just been titrating up slowly with my dosages. One, well, I haven't even done that yet with Deco. I've just been staying the same and been getting my bloods done. They've been staying pretty normal. Uh, but starting with a coach soon, so I will be taking my stuff out. I'll just be doing the TRT until he tells me yep. what I'm doing. What are you doing from there? Yeah. Would you would you run anything else or like different compounds? Or you yeah, with I'm basically else? down to try anything. Yeah, yeah. And you're gonna blast and cruise for the rest of my rest life. Of your life. Basically. I, I got on gear knowing that, knowing that I'm probably just accepting the fact that if I can't come off, yep. I've accepted that. Yeah. And let, let's quickly explain how that works. So. For example, if you do 10 weeks on, 10 weeks off, whatever, yeah. how, how that affects the body. So you yeah. want to talk about that? So, so you're basically like you're taking yourself from the extreme to the extreme. If, you, if, you're, if you're not blasting and cruising, you're just mm-hmm. doing cycles. So if you're putting exogenous test in your body for 10 weeks, great. Your body probably, if it's not like stupid dosages, your body probably... It's not going to affect a whole lot. Mm. But then coming off and just like plummeting your test levels for 10 weeks. Yeah. I don't even think a PCT would be over in 10 weeks. I no. think you would literally still be hypogonadal by the end of 10 weeks. Agree. Yeah. So you're basically spiking and then... Dropping right down. Yeah, dropping right down yeah. every 10 weeks. And it's just like a lot of unnecessary stress mm. on, your, on your body. This is where I can kind of tie into my first cycle. Mm. Mm. And... Um, 
which was a few years ago, some guy gave me some advice and I, I mean, I was, I've been training like four years at this point. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm old enough to make this, this decision. I don't know what I'm getting into. Anyway, thought I was getting the right advice from him. Absolutely stitched me up. <laughs> like this guy's like, yeah, bro, I got you. Like I can help you with this, this, this. Oh, dude. Completely stitched. Completely stitched me up. Yeah. So, you know, ran 10 cycles tests. Yeah. Hey bro, what's the plan now? What what am I doing? Like, and then I just get no reply. Nothing. Yeah. And then I just did some research, heard some people, you got to take a PCT. So I just find some PCT. For those that don't know, post-cycle therapy, it's it's used to get your natural test levels back up yeah. so that you can rebalance again and then you can have that time off before you're going back on. Mm. Stitched me up um, and I didn't have a PCT. My test was all out of whack. My estrogen spiked. I had the worst acne Acne, on my chest and my back. And again, we'll put up a photo Mm. um, because my hormones are just crazy. Yeah. So um, now I'm running 250 tests that I'm here getting checked by the doctor. Mom, I know you're watching this. I'm getting my shit sorted. <laughs> we go to the doctor. We, we go, go to the doctor every four, six weeks. Yeah. They check everything. Um, you know, any red flags come yeah. up with blood levels. Not that what you're on is by oh, any means going to affect your not health. Not at all. Like, so people get testosterone replacement therapy. Once you get to like age 27, your test slowly goes down. Um, so we're just taking just over that pretty much meaning we're at a higher level for our age. Yeah. You're just optimal. You're just permanently yeah. optimal, basically. And so I, I got the bloods done and the doctor was like, yeah, here you go. Everything looks good. Gave it to Taylor. He's like, bro, I'm so surprised yeah. that from your past experience with gear, how well your body has handled yeah. this. Like my yeah, bloods are perfect. My test level's right in the middle where it needs to be. I was thinking it was going to be all out of whack mm. because of that failed cycle. Um, so... Taylor's monitoring the stuff now. Yeah. You know, low level tests. So we're good. Yeah. Mm. We're doing it safely. We are. Don't stress. Do you me. want to talk about Psalms? <laughs> yeah. Well, you you're know? the fucking, you're the, you're the <laughs> Psalm goblin. Psalm goblin over here. <laughs> yeah. I like had like some mates back home and they were like, Psalms are the new thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, no one wants to inject into their body every three, three weeks or whatever. That was me at that point anyway. Needles are Psalms are the new thing, you know, put this liquid under your tongue all the gains no sides all the gains no sides like even if it's not as much as um steroid gains but you're getting no side effects anyway mk677 highly recommended yeah like, i think that's so great because it's actually not a it's not a sound it's yeah. a what's growth it called? hormone growth hormone secreted. that's yeah. it so pretty much tells your growth hormone to start pumping more you get hungry you sleep better. sleep really well my skin was good my yeah. nails were good really really great that um, LGD, Carterine, Austrine, no, 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 no. Yeah, just don't touch Psalms, no. basically. It's like I started getting itchy nips. They yeah. were dry. <laughs> I felt, oh, dude, it's just not worth it. I think if you're going to take the plunge into um, PDs, just start with tests. Yeah, like, yeah. Your body's already familiar with tests. Yeah, 100%. You know, it, it already creates that. You're adding a little bit more in adding all these weird things that don't have much research behind them it's like if you're not fully like accepting the fact that you might never come off don't do it mm. at all like don't just touch psalms because you think oh I can do it without plummeting my test yeah because it will yeah and then you're fucked yeah yeah Yeah. I know some of the boys that are like fuck I'm just running this 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 all these different psalms and I'm like bro like I feel like they 
a lot of people think that it doesn't um, suppress suppress your test. Yeah. It really does. Yeah, it really, 100%. really does. Um, and there's not that much research done on it. So no. it's just like for me, Psalms are not anything. I'm no. Yeah, no, Psalms no. are just not it at all. Damn, we did the PED talk. Yeah, we fucking <laughs> delved into the PED talk. I'm sure we'll, we'll dive into it again well, we with some questions, but. Mm. Uh, enhanced versus non-enhanced training. Okay. Do you want to start? Yeah, I can start with that. Mm. Basically, don't change a fucking thing. Agreed. It should be training balls to the wall 100%. either way. Mm. Uh, maybe your recovery is a little bit like it is. different when you're enhanced, yeah. but... This is a bit faster. Yeah, it shouldn't really affect the way you train. No. It might affect like days between certain muscle groups, but yeah, definitely just don't change a thing uh, I think the only thing that you notice when you're enhanced is you can get a pump yeah. a lot quicker yeah yeah so like and it's skin splitting yeah like mm. I was at an all time low when I was in Queensland last about a week ago no food no training whatever but I was doing push ups and just through my shoulders through my chest all through my forearms right away yeah and it just doesn't happen like that when you're natty no. um, but keep the training the same people think oh I've got to increase the reps and I can just pump it out now yeah you've still got to Achieve progressive overload somehow, yeah. you know. Still so got to get the same mechanical tension, metabolic stress, all the same stuff. Mm. Just yeah, keep it the exact same. Yeah. Uh, Let's go to forty-five today. Eh? Yeah, thirty-seven. What, what are we at? Thirty-seven. All right, we'll go another one. Finding the right balance between bulking and not adding unnecessary fat. This one we sort of touched on before. With we did. Mm. So, yeah, that's exactly that. Find the balance. Just increase macros gradually, titrate up, don't just like smack on a thousand calories of fat. Yeah. Because yeah, you will get fat. 100%. And yeah. it's not nice. It really does affect the mental when you're chasing a weight or you're trying to, you're doing all these things to look good in the gym, but then you're, you're ended up putting all this fat here yeah. and you're just not, I didn't want to take my shirt off. Yeah. And I was like, I, I came from this skinny, skinny guy and now I'm like 90 kilos, but I look absolute, absolute shit, shit. Yeah. like I didn't want to take my shirt off in front of my mates at the yeah. beach and I'm like fuck like yeah. so you know you're at an all time low I'm doing all this work for what that's where I'm at right now bro you still look at your resting abs yeah. but when I tense <laughs> and you can just see the, the cellular <laughs> in my gut not, not good but yeah just don't don't go stupid with the bulk mm. Um, mm. that's it for questions what yeah. else is there anything else we should talk about um, plan moving forward for the next few months like what what's our plan so with training we're going to keep everything the same or we gonna um well with my training yeah oh, our training yeah i believe taylor will be i'm actually not sure if he's going to be giving me a workout plan or yeah because i'm not doing training through him yeah, but if yeah he's so you're finished with josh now yeah okay yeah so yeah. rip to the banded stuff no, nah, I think Taylor's still okay, about that, cool, yeah. yeah. But he's about he's about some dumbbell stuff. I'm not. Oh, I'm not about the dumbbell yeah, chest yeah, press, bro, Taylor. I, don't give me that. I didn't do dumbbell chest press with you oh. for the first time, so I don't actually Fuck ever me. ever do dumbbell chest press. Like never no. in my life. And he got me doing it the other day, and it Let did it, it did feel good, mm. but I was shit at it. Like yeah. I was real bad. Just not used to stabilizing like that. Nah, nah. Like, no, I was just like no. trying to get the weight up. I was like, mm, I could yeah. do it, and then. When I was doing the actual movement, I was like... What were you pressing? Uh, I did the 55s, I think. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I could definitely work up to the 70s quite easily. <laughs> but that that's, was, that's the most at the gym for any yeah, of those. It's the the gym. I'd get there for sure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just not about it. But yeah, for the next few months, basically just going to be under the watchful... We're both under the watchful eye of... Uh, Mr. Crabtree. Mr. Crab. Mm. So... 
we'll see how he blows us up hopefully yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of like actually I'll touch on content a bit shit <laughs> alright we're back so we basically just like I looked over the camera as I was talking and I saw it like flash a screen saying memory card is full I was like fuck tell me that hasn't been there for like an hour so now we're back on yeah I was looking at myself before yeah. so we're good alright we're Gucci um, what were you saying I can't remember where was I at uh, I'm talking about like content stuff so yeah gonna be filming a YouTube video in between the weeks that I'm doing uh, the pods with Bailey and basically just gonna be I've had like three people message me in the last week saying bro why don't you try on social media like why don't you try to grow you got so much potential mm. I'm just like oh, fuck I really yeah. just gotta do it cause I like I, it's not that I don't wanna do it it's uh, like I'm just lazy with it well the thing is you're working like you know wake up meal yeah. train get rid of work yeah basically so it's like but I think we just need to think about it in the way that you know, we grind this shit really fucking hard. Yeah. You might not even have to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I just <laughs> you gotta, know, that's the goal. I feel like if I put in the work for like 12 months, yeah, um, I should be Gucci. It's about staying on top of, um, you know, stories and posts. Yeah, yeah. I'm, um, we should do a, I've got two ideas to give to you, really. First one, 10K Cal. I know you've done it before. Yeah. Probably so <laughs> bad. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> and the second one, 5K Cal in one meal. <laughs> and we do good, yeah. we do a one meal that that day yeah yeah just make it 5k just make it 5k yeah bro that'll be brutal yeah give, give us like yeah alright yeah. We'll, yeah we'll put it if we'll anyone's we'll still here and you want to see that let us know yeah let us know in the comments that'd be funny I'm keen to do some challenges yeah like I've always said do like the workout videos and stuff but I yeah. feel like it eventually gets a bit boring yeah for sure you know yeah there's only um, so many times you can sh- show the same like push yeah. and pull sessions yeah so, yeah you definitely so, spice it up so yeah, Pump Talk episode, what's today? So today's the 10th, Monday the 10th. We did the last one on a Monday too. So let's say the 24th, 25th is yeah. the next one's coming out. Yeah. And we're going to get some guests on. So what we're going to look into doing is getting some of our friends from interstate. Yeah. So Morgs, Josh, let's get Taylor on. Yeah. Who else? Uh, we get like Scott. Scott Riley, Carter would be cool yeah. as well. A few boys from the gym we could get on for sure. Sam also mentioned. Um, messaged me and said he wants yeah. to wait Sam, as Sam. Well. I think it's Sam Sam Rogers Hold on. not Sam Rogers Sam Sam um, 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 you know the guy I'm talking about oh Dyer Sam Dyer Dyer yeah 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 for sure Sam wants to jump on and talk about some mental stuff yeah, yeah so a few things lined up yeah um, so yeah that's the that's the move mm. so we'll call yeah. it there next few months should be should be mm. good grind yeah. time that is uh, Pump Talk episode 2 Peace. thanks for uh Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Here we go. All done.